Hey. Today I, I want to share with you this memory that I have from when I was a little kid. Not for any good reason or anything, it's just something that I wanted to share. When I was really little, maybe about five or six years old, it was a really interesting time in the sense that even when I was that young, I was very interested in music. And uh, part of the reason that was the case was because there was a lot of music in my house growing up. And I kind of forget that sometimes, you know. But lately I've been kind of thinking about it. And, and over the years I have too, honestly. I, it's something that's occurred to me. But now I have a microphone in front of me and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about it. Um, I was the second youngest of six kids. So my older brothers and sisters, by the time I was five years old, a lot of them were actually buying records. <laughs> so they were teenagers and there was a lot of music in my house and my parents enjoyed music a lot too. And I had this cousin who was my best friend and he had a lot of older brothers. And this record collection they had at his house wound up playing a very significant role in my life. Because, you know, there was this time when there was a lot of music that I hadn't heard yet that was going to go on to really inform my life, you know? And I didn't even know it yet, but it did. At that point, nobody had any idea that I was going to be a musician. They were just playing records they liked, but they didn't realize that I was sitting there and I was taking this stuff in. It's kind of a cool thought. Kind of an interesting thought to me. I also kind of want to mention the groups that I remember right off the bat. Um, Kiss. Oh my gosh. You know, as a little kid. Kiss. Think about it. It was crazy. Crazy how good they were. They were unlike anything else. Early Queen records. David Bowie. Um, Genesis. Genesis. <laughs> a story I'll, I'll tell you in another Snowflake episode. Because there's a pretty funny story about Genesis that I can tell you. Uh, those were just some of the groups that were being played for me. And that I was being introduced to when I was just a little kid. And at that same time, you know, that I got bit by the music bug. I was about five years old when I made the decision that I was going to make music. That that was going to be it. In fact, I can tell you the exact moment because I remember it. I saw at my cousin's house the album cover for Kiss Alive One. And the album cover was leaning um, against the wall. And I looked at it and I said to myself, that's what I'm going to do. And I was just a little kid. Okay? But I knew it. I looked at Peter Chris, and I knew that that was what I was going to do with my life. Bam. That was the moment. And that was at my cousin's house. Now, also at my cousin's house, because he had all the Kiss records, you know, we would do this thing where 
we would put the record on and we would pretend we were Kiss. Yeah, we would. My brothers and my cousin and I, the four of us, we were Kiss. And we would play Kiss Alive 2. And I'd sit up on the bunk bed drumming. And they would be Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Ace Freely, you know. And that sounds kind of funny. But that was the beginning of something for me. And that's why I'm talking to you about it right now. In those moments when I was just a little kid, okay, and I didn't have a real drum set, and I didn't have real drumsticks, and we didn't have real guitars, but we were pretending, okay, to the observer, it seemed like we were just playing around, okay, but over time I've come to realize this, that what was really happening was we were learning how to feel music because we weren't actually playing any music. We were pretending we were and we were moved and inspired by what we were hearing and our movements were driven by that only by what the music was compelling us to do. Okay. And it probably sounds really silly, but when you really think about it, it's pretty cool. This also happened for me when I was at home. I had an older brother. He was a teenager and he had records and he would play me songs like, you know, Eddie Money, Todd Rundgren, uh, Meatloaf, Kiss, these groups. And the scenario was, uh, you know, I would come home from school and he would be home and I would be home and my other brothers weren't home yet. It would just be me and him in the house waiting for everybody to come home from school. And it was just me and my big brother, you know, and he'd put on a record and we would just rock out. I don't know, even know what we were doing, you know, I don't even know what we were doing. We would just rock out to these songs. I am not kidding. I I just don't even know what we were doing. But there again, it was like the funnest experience to just rock out to songs. To just let go and just rock out. Me and my big brother, who loves music probably as much or more than I do. It sounds silly, And if you're rolling your eyes, feel free to tune out. But for those of you who get what I'm kind of talking about, it was really kind of cool. And what, what was happening was I was learning how to feel music, how to really feel it in my body and in my mind. To not just hear it and enjoy it, but to actually feel it. Do you know what I mean? Now... There was this musician many years later that I knew that um, would argue with me about what the word feel meant in regards to music, okay? And in my opinion, he was coming from this very um, mathematical, logical perspective, okay? 
and his definition of feel was very different from mine. And we would clash. We would argue about it. Okay. My definition of what feel meant was how you are internalizing it. Like what it's compelling you to feel and what it's compelling you to do. And these arguments were stupid because we were probably both right. But it was just another thing. One more thing to stack on to the list of things that made me clash with the other musicians that I was working with. And that's all I really wanted to talk about in this Snowflake 33. Did I need to say it? No. But for those of you who get what I'm talking about, amen. And that's it. Feel free to leave comments for me down below because I'll appreciate anything you have to say, even if you disagree with me. Okay? This is Mike Bostwick signing off for now. And remember, folks, if you want to keep what you've got, you've got to give it away. Take it easy.